I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to hour number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Hey, welcome into the second hour. That's James. I'm Kyle, talking a ton of 49ers after they came back from a 24-7 halftime deficit to beat the Detroit Lions 34-31 in the NFC Championship game. February 11th, the date is set. Chiefs 49ers at Allegiant Stadium down in Las Vegas. I hope uh, if you're going, please stay safe. Yeah. That is going to be a zoo. It is always a zoo. I, you know. I want, so here's my, here's my whole thing with it is like, I had my, so I write for USA Today Sports Media Group Mm -hmm. and they don't have a local USA Today writer covering the Niners. And so they were like, hey, if you want to go, let us know and we'll apply for a credential. And I'm like, bro, I can't tell you anything I would rather do less than go be in Las Vegas for a week to cover a Super Bowl from an auxiliary press box somewhere in Narnia at Allegiant Stadium. Mm. Oh, it just sounds rough for me. I would like to at least go to a Super Bowl because I've never I been. Would, I, would, I, I would too. And if they were like, hey, if it was going to be chiefs lions and they said hey you know what in a pinch we need you to go cover i'd be like yeah i got you but it's like with my i can't i don't need to be there to do what i do writing wise yeah no 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 so i don't i'm not gonna go mess with that especially in vegas dude that's gonna be wild (laughs) it's gonna be a long week Oof. yeah I, i know people who go to summer league nba summer league who were like three days all I got. Oh no, I I won't no. D- and this is the Super Bowl. There's always a point in summer league where it's like stay blessed. Um, uh, yeah, I'm good for tonight. I'm gonna leave. I'm not going where you guys are going. I'll see you later. That there's always that <laughs> moment. Like yeah, yeah no, if we're just out. Yeah, no, no. I've been married for a long time, and I'm gonna stay married. Yeah, you guys. Good luck with that. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Toodles. Good luck with that. Um, speaking of the NBA, you have on the rundown. I purposely didn't bring this up before the show because I wanted to hash it out with you on air and, and see where you're going. You have a comp here uh, for Christian McCaffrey of Demonis Sabonis, and I would like to explore that now. Okay, please explain. Yeah, I mean, when I'm watching Christian Christian McCaffrey, he does so many little things that you just you start to take for granted. And if you're you're looking at the season total of 1500 yards, right? For McCaffrey leads the NFL in rushing yards. That's one thing. But I think we all know that there were other running backs this year that were way more electric than McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And whether it's because the 49ers are built the way they're built or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like McCaffrey is not a guy. He is a grinded out, dirty work. There was a point where I don't think that's who he was, mm-hmm. but for the 49ers, that's who he's become. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who goes out and if he's going to catch, you know, he'll catch five for like 42 yards, right? 
Mm-hmm. That's not he's not going out there and, and putting up, you know, four hundred yards in game or like total yards or three hundred total yards or even two hundred total yards in most games. Mm-hmm. He's methodically beating down the other team. And that to me, it's it's underappreciated. It's like, should he be the MVP? I don't know. I mean, it's a quarterback. Uh, you know, it's yeah, Lamar Jackson's award. the MVP. Well, he's going to win the MVP, right. right? But you could also say, look at the margin of difference between what McCaffrey did compared to other running backs in the NFL versus what Lamar yeah, Jackson did sure. compared to other quarterbacks. Like, there's five quarterbacks that could be given an MVP award in this season. There are. There are a bunch of quarterbacks that you just look at their raw numbers. You go, okay, those are MVP numbers. I mean, Brock Purdy is one of them. Yeah, Dak Prescott's one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Jared Goff, le- leading the Lions to the Super Bowl. I mean, to the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. and putting up one of the most impressive seasons that we're going to see from uh, certainly from him. But he throws for forty five hundred yards. Yeah, I mean his his everything is like MVP caliber, but mm-hmm. never in the discussion at all. Yeah, sure. You know, whether it's, again, Josh Allen, there's so many different quarterbacks. But McCaffrey, the separation between him and the next guy was so great. And for me, he just becomes underappreciated because he's not, again, hitting 150 or 175. He's methodically getting 90 yards or 95 yards every game. Sometimes he breaks 100, but it's not It's not like he has a whole entire list of 100-yard games this season. Like... I think I, I think my one pushback would be that I don't know if there's if you did a straw poll of every just casual NBA or uh, excuse me NFL fan and said who's the best running back in the league I'm guessing you would get most of the people telling you Christian McCaffrey but would that have been the case last year would that have been case the the year before like there like. I don't no, know. Derrick no, Henry, no. Well, he was, he Derek was, Henry I mean, for the last eight years has yeah, been the yeah, best yeah. running back in, in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey's also been hurt. And he got to the 49ers halfway through last season. No, no. I, I get what so, you're saying. So for this year, it's like I think everybody... And the prevalence of fantasy football, I think, helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. Because everybody knows that he is RB1 and the leading fantasy football scorer and all that. Whereas I think the thing with Domas, I think that I, I, I don't... I think they're underappreciated in different ways. I don't think there's anybody out there who's going to tell you like, yeah, Christian McCaffrey's not a top five running back. Oh, no. Whereas like there are definitely people who are like, yeah, Demonis Demonis is in the top five center. And that's nuts. And so that's why I think they're they're underappreciated on different scales. I think to, to your point, I did not understand, and Kenny has brought this up before and I'm with him. I did not understand how good Christian McCaffrey is just as a pure runner at creating yards, bouncing off tackles, breaking tackles, outrunning guys to the corner, finishing runs. He just does all these things well as a runner that I just didn't, I, I didn't know. I was not familiar with his game really before he came to the 49ers. I knew he was good. Like I knew he was a good player, but I didn't know the 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 depth of, of what he brought to the table. Yeah. I mean, he's just a grinder, man. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that's the crazy thing that, you know, if you put him on a bad team and he's, he's still doing the same exact thing. Yeah. Right, he is grinding, mm-hmm. playing for the the Carolina Panthers, Panthers forever. Yeah. But you know, you look at his season. You know, yeah, he had like seven hundred yard games, right? But three of them came in the first four games, and then he had a little block, you know, mm-hmm. from from I don't know from the Seattle game until the Baltimore game where he, he had a hundred. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the season, you know, he had forty five yards, he had forty three yards, he had fifty one, he had a bunch of ninety yard games. It never feels like to me that it's ever about stats for him. And I think that's what reminds me of of Sabonis. Yeah, does he finish with stats? Sure he does. Does he finish with a ton of touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like this workmanlike quality to him. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at him like, man, he doesn't seem like a player that would have missed a bunch of games due to injury. Yeah. He just doesn't. He looks yeah. like a player that like has maintained his body to a point where like hurting him is very difficult. But that wasn't the case for years where he was in and out of the lineup. So, yeah. like, I think what we're seeing now with him and the 49ers, even, like, watching him on the podium where he just talked about, like, I just love being part of this. Yeah. What this is. This is incredible. Like, what we do every day to work. Yeah. Everything. And you see him, like, man, that guy just puts in the work. Yeah. He's a beast. Um, one, uh, one thing I want to hit on real quick before we hit the break. 
I downplayed the home field advantage aspect of this a lot going yep. into the game because I went, dude, being healthy matters so much more with the one seed. Just as long as you're healthy, it's fine. The Niners don't win that game in Detroit. Oh, no. That, no chance. And you could tell when when the Levi Stadium crowd got going, I, there there wasn't anything Detroit was going to do. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a caveat. Okay. They don't come back in Detroit. I don't know if the same thing would have happened. There's a certain amount of nervous energy that happens with a team when they're playing in a big game on their home court, uh, on their home field. I think it's possible that the Lions may not have been what we saw coming out so focused and so good early on. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's fair. The Niners don't come back from twenty four seven in Detroit. No, no, no. I I agree one hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, the home field advantage was was very real. And uh, big ups, man. I was I've been very anti Levi Stadium for a long time. I didn't think it had, and I I still have a lot of qualms with it. It's not, it's just not great. But uh, the energy was was immaculate last night. Even even early in the second half, it, it, when they were down twenty four to seven, people were still into it. Um, and if they don't if they don't have that, I don't I don't think they win. So okay, no, I'm with you, and I mean you were there in the building, so to be there. Yeah, it was it was crazy loud, right? Even yeah. though you're like 300 feet off the field. Yeah, and in behind soundproof glass, so the sound is like dulled. But oh. you could still tell. You can tell, like you can hear a roar. It's just not like it's yeah. not like the Superdome where it's an outdoor press box and you really get the vibe. Yeah, I told you, I like when I was in Toronto for the NBA Finals. Like I was on the 50 something floor of a high rise uh, hotel. And you could hear down in the street the the chants going as they were like preparing for a game. Yeah. Really crazy. Yeah. All right. We need to hit the break. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about the Sacramento Kings action from the weekend. They got a big win over the Mavericks. What does that mean for them going into tonight against the Grizzlies? And then, um, oh, we had someone on hold and now we don't. They hung hmm. up. 916-909-1320. That's 916-909-1320. If you want to join the conversation, we're talking Niners. But we're going to shift gears and talk Kings next as well, right here on ESPN 1320. Sacramento Sports You're listening to The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento Sports Leader. The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Maybe there won't be a Kings game tonight. We're not we're not totally sure the Grizzlies are going to be able to field a team. Yeah, what in the world, man? I don't think I've ever seen anything. Okay, so their last game out, right? They started Vince Williams Jr., which he's not questionable with knee uh, left knee soreness. David Roddy. Jaron Jackson, John Conkar, who is now doubtful, Santi Aldama, right? And then off the bench, they had Gregory Jackson II, Scottie Pippen Jr., Xavier sure. Tillman, Zaire Williams, who is doubtful now, and Jacob Gilliard. <laughs> you remember, that's... It, that's a player I've heard of. Yeah, that's when I sent you the Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah meme and you were confused with that, what I was yes. saying like you like who the heck is Jake Gilliard right yeah I don't know who Jake Gilliard is still but like I don't what are they gonna field like one two three four five six seven they have seven guys who are not on the injury report seven guys or, or I mean seven guys who are basically out and one guy who uh, who are basically in and one guy who's questionable and Vincent Williams Jr. That is wild. I don't I, again. Stephen Adams out, Desmond Bain out, Brandon Clark out, Luke Kennard out. Hang on, Jake hang on. Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say a name and you tell me whether they're playing or not. Okay. Okay. John Morant's out. Desmond Bain? Out. Okay. Uh Jaron Jackson Jr. In. Okay. Marcus Smart. Out. Vince Williams Jr. Questionable. Um, Luke Kennard. Out. Bismack Biombo? Uh Waved. <laughs> okay. Santi Aldama? Uh, in. David Roddy? Out. 
Xavier Tillman. Wait, wait, no, David Roddy's in. My bad. Xavier Tillman in. Okay, Zaire Williams out. Well, doubtful. I want doubtful and out are the same to me. Doubtful, yeah, twenty five percent chance of playing. Right. John Con- Conkar, uh, doubtful. Derek Rose, out. Kings legend Jalen Noel, no longer with the team. He's back in Stockton. Okay, uh, Jacob Gilliard, uh, he is in. Okay, watch Jake, out. Jake Gil- uh, Jalen Hall is in. Okay, uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. Uh, he is probably in as long as he's still on the team. Okay, uh, I'm just doing a thing here. Greg Jackson, the second? I think he's in. Okay. Jake LaRavia? He is out. Okay. Kenneth Lofton Jr.? He is no longer with the team. Perfect. And I'm leaving the last guy off. Um, Wild. That is... Seven, potentially eight players will suit up. So it's two of... Here's what I was doing. I was going down their minutes played. Two of their top seven in minutes played are in. So five of their top seven players in minutes played are not playing tonight. Eight, nine, and ten all in. Eleven through thirteen all out. That is absolutely crazy. And hey, did you know that they played last night? Oh, <laughs> so this is this group on the second night of a back to back. Yeah. I'm nervous. You're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! You lose this game, and <laughs> that's on you. It's not you. It's it, the, no, the it's amount. You. The amount of people. The amount of people in the chatty house right now who are just so certain that something bad is happening tonight is so funny. Yeah, I, I mean, people are. You can't even spell Jake Gilliard correctly. It's G I L and then Yard Y A R D. Like I, I don't even know. I this is it, it, this is wild. I mean, they get one guy in foul trouble. They get two guys. The, the game's in, over. They get two guys in foul trouble. <laughs> Go to the rack, get them in foul trouble, take a forfeit by the third quarter. Night, night. Get in. Do oh, your boy. work. Get out. <sighs> Kings are going for their fourth straight win, Kyle. Boy, are they. Boy, are they. If they it's going to be a problem if they lose tonight. It'll be a real problem. Oh, no, that's beyond a problem if you lose. Like, it's... And it's not it's not even one of those I think I, I would I would bet they're going to win, but it's it's not even one of those things like, oh, they lost this game. They clearly it, it would just be a matter of mindset, right? Like this is a team that has now won three in a row. Okay, they're back on track. They're looking more De'Aaron Fox is looking more like himself. Harrison Barnes is rolling. Yep. Kevin Herter's figuring it out. So, okay, all this stuff that wasn't and Demonis Sabonis been dominant and Keegan Murray, you're seeing the growth. All this stuff is going right. Now you need the mindset to match it. Now you need this mindset of this is not a good team on any night. Up on, 30 at half. This is the type game of game over. this needs to be. And, and what, that's hard to do in the NBA. Well, that and other teams don't do but, it. Like, right. I mean, they barely lost with this with this lineup. They barely lost to the Pacers. Right. They've won three out of four. Yeah. I mean, they lost 116 to 110 last night. Yeah. Ramsey, Ramsey said it in the, in the chatty house. Like, they are... They are beat up, but they compete. They try super hard. Well, that's what Taylor Jenkins, like his, yep. he does really coach that team well. I, I don't know yep. what happened here where he let sort of the outside get in the inside and really let this thing fall apart because mm-hmm. that's what's happened there. It's fallen, fallen apart. But yeah. like for, as a coach, you watch this team always plays, makes you play an entire 48. Mm-hmm. Like if you get, if, if they're down nine with, 85 seconds left you gotta play out your 85 seconds you're gonna play every single second Mm -hmm. like there is no question and so like yeah they're gonna play hard i just you know they don't have like the horses at all no no and that's why that's why you have to go you and this is why i say it's mindset you can't just walk onto the court tonight and go meh they stink yeah, this isn't about wrong. them. They will, it's all about you. You need to go out and play your game, and you just demolish them. Yeah, they will. They will come out swinging. Yeah, and the Kings are fun. Like the the Grizzlies might come out swinging, and if the Kings are matching them punch for punch, the Kings will be up ten at the end of the first quarter, and you're cruising. Yeah, but we've seen so many times with the Kings this year. It's it feels like it's at eh, toss our jerseys on the court. We'll go. We'll go win this one. Yep. And that just can't, at some point, like we're in late January now, at some point that can't continue to be the trend. 
No. Because taking that that into the postseason is not is not a thing that's going to work. And Kyle, I'll, I'll tell you, I, like looking at the numbers, Wait. looking at how this team has played this season, I kind of feel like Mike Brown used the first 41 games all the way up to game 41 to bring to develop Keegan Murray hmm. and to ask other guys to take a step back. Like, hey, look, I don't want you to go away. Some of the guys took it too far. Harrison Barnes took it too far. Harrison Barnes shooting two shots in game 41 and then in game 42 shooting 20 shots and game 43 shooting 24 shots. Like that that was not what the plan was, I don't think. Right. But what I do think is he got to the midway point of the season, Mike Brown, where it was like we're going to focus so heavily on on developing Keegan Murray, making Keegan mm-hmm. Murray part of everything that we do. And then I'm going to kind of go back. And and now Keegan Murray is built up. Mm-hmm. And now I need Harrison Barnes back up. I need I need to turn the volume, you know, reach over and crank the volume up on Kevin Herter mm-hmm. and all of these other pieces. Mm-hmm. And now we got a team, but we got a team with a much better version of Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think that if you really, if you zoom back and you see game 41 and then game 42, like the exact midway point hmm. of the season, Mike Brown is like, oh, I probably need to go back to the basics. They had three days off to think about it. Mm-hmm. They come out and the entire version of the Kings mm-hmm. looks so much more like last year's version mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, why do we wait this long? And the reason why you waited this long is because in order for this team to be great down the road, Keegan Murray has to be great. Yes. And you like got to get him. You got to get him there. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that hurts to get somebody there. Sometimes it's not easy. And so um, I, I'm looking at this team and, and, you know, of course, they can still make trades. They can still do these things. But mm-hmm. I think Harris Martin just like said, hey, I, I don't want to go anywhere. You see what I can do. Like, let me show you what I can do. Yeah. Such a crazy switch flipping from, <clears throat> oh, he's not playing well because he's so worried about being traded to trying to play his way to staying in Sacramento. No, that's I fully feel like he's trying to super say, weird. Like, like, like why, where's that been all year then, man? Well, I think what being happened? A, being a good teammate sometimes means taking a step back, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes I think you lose a little bit of yourself, and you keep you lose sight of how far you step back. And it doesn't matter how much the fans are yelling or other people are yelling. At at a certain point, you got to realize that oh, maybe I've gone, maybe I've gone too much of a good teammate thing. Mm-hmm. Like in order to make it in the NBA. You have to be a selfish a hole, yeah. Really, to, in, to, in order to, to make it, yeah. Once you've made it, it's okay to not be that, but to make it, that's what you have to be. And you know, I think Harrison went to Dallas and learned that, like, oh, okay, this is what I have to be in order. And he gets to Sacramento, and he's not like totally selfish and all, all you know, just all about himself. But that's that's the NBA. In order to have the moxie and what you need yeah. to stay on the court. But then you get to veteran status and people will let you slide. The, not slide as in like you're just a bad player now. Slide as in they let you accept a lesser role. And I think he was too willing to accept a lesser role. He woke up out of it. I think I'm sure him and Mike Brown had conversations mm-hmm. about him being more of a part of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And now even if you you have this huge like jump, now he can step back to 15 points a game and it feels much better. Yeah, and he's just more, I mean, this is not, like, hard-breaking news here, but the Kings are just better when Harrison Barnes is effective. Yeah. And it's why we've been asking for it all year. Like, man, this team needs a little something, and they're just not getting it from from number 40. I agree. And here they are. Yep. It's not a coincidence that they start looking more like last year's team when Harrison Barnes is rolling, even a little bit. So... Makes life easier on him. Makes life easier on Kevin Herter. Allows him to do more. Whatever, yes. whatever they've done to figure this out. Um, whatever they've done to to get to that point. Um, great. Now it's a matter of keeping it rolling. Mm-hmm. Can they keep it rolling tonight against the Grizzlies? We will talk about that. We will put a bow on our conversation about the 49ers NFC Championship game win over the Lions. I'd be shocked if it's not Kenny joining us for the handoff. Uh oh. We're going to let it rip. 
Uh, that's all coming up next in the final segment right here on the Insiders on ESPN 1320. Sacramento Sports Center. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento Sports Leader. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. I don't mean to do that. It feels Kyle, like every I miss time, you. It feels like every time <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, hey, I'm going to answer this question. It's like, ah, I try and give you, even if you start answering it with like eight seconds, I'm like, I'll try. I, I, I love it. I love it. Because, I, you know, you were gone for a week and Jesse's running the board and it's like, hey, we got five seconds or 30 and then he's like five seconds, like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll wrap it. I just don't look over my shoulder at what's happening. I should because there's a clock that tells me when, if I start doing math, there's a, a way for me to actually understand. But mm-hmm. um, I enjoy your, oh, oh, the we're panicked. Back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it happens like three times a show. Well, it's because I, so it's I, because I feel bad because we'll sit here and we'll chit chat and then you'll be like, oh, hey, here's a good question. And I'll look and there's 12 seconds in the break. It's like, well, I'll let them try to get into it. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, anyway. Right. Yep. Uh, Kauai's a great island, by the way. That's what we were talking about at the break in the chat. I, I went, that's where I went on my honeymoon. So my honeymoon, we, uh, we spent a week on the big island and, uh, a week on, or five days on Kauai. I think that's how we, how it was. Maybe it was swapped, but yeah. And that was a long time ago. I've been to Maui, but, uh, like I have not been back to Kauai in like almost 25 years, Kyle. Wow. Highly recommend going back. Yeah. And if you're listening and you have a chance to go, yeah, A-plus recommendation from me. Yeah. Um, had to be back in time for the NFC Championship game, though. Was down there in Santa Clara last night. I have never seen... Because, okay, so at Kings games, it's not really a press box. It's like a press area. And it's mm-hmm. just at NBA games. It's like a press area. Yes, very much so. Like, there are very few places that actually have, like, a true press box Although I have been a one or two, and even like for All Star Weekend, you get put in like auxiliary boxes here and there. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you're you're basically in the stands, right? Whereas in at football games, it's like a press box. It's like a designated area where you are inside. And I've been to I've covered a ton of Niner games and stuff. I have never seen a press box so full. Mm. Like they have all this seating. So there's there's the seats 
along where you can see the field, right? And there's like three levels of seats at Levi Stadium. Yeah. Inside the press box. And you're literally 100 feet up, it feels like. Way up there. Yeah, like you're way up high and there are glass windows and it's almost like you're looking over the field. It's like an all 22 type of view. Yeah. 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 So at Levi's, you're you're above the second deck. You're, You're way up there. Not quite like top level, but very, very close. So there's this whole lobby area that was... There's usually, you know, scattered, you know, NFL media personnel or NFL films guys, you know, doing whatever. And they're just kind of scattered about. During the game, there might be three, four people hanging out up there. It was packed. You could not find a seat at a table during the game. Oh, wow. Because it was so full. All the seats are taken. And then there's just people just hanging out in the lobby, usually like TV people who their, their real stuff is like going on the field to get sound and get video and stuff. It's a huge cafeteria-like area. That's a, yes. It's where all the food is. Yeah. I was just, I was floored by how many people, and I get, like, you know, right? It's the NFC Championship game. There's two games happening. So everybody's going to be there. It was just bizarre. And the other thing that's bizarre is seeing guys that you see on TV or or, or people that you see on TV who you've never seen in person before. And it's not like seeing a celebrity, but it kind of is. Mm. Like Dan Graziano from ESPN, not really a celebrity, but I've seen him on TV so many times that when he walks by you, it's like, whoa, like that's a, that's, but it's just a regular ass. Well, that's kind of like, that's kind of like being at the NBA finals when it's like Stephen A. Smith or Mike Wilbon, uh, like all of these guys are are there. Or like I typically for, for a couple of years, I sat either with, uh, with Jared Greenberg Mm -hmm. or with, uh, Brett and Barry. Yeah. And like. All the time, like we're I sat with them like all mm-hmm. the time, or you know, uh, you know, like there's all kinds of guys. Well, I don't know. There's there's so many people all around you. Like, it's it's so weird because it's not it's people working. Yeah, people doing the job that you're also sort of doing, mm-hmm. and it just feel it just feels weird to me. I rode an elevator down uh, out of the so I'm I'm leaving the press box right, and we stop on the sixth floor which is some like United club thing or whatever it is. Yeah. And this person gets on who I recognize. I'm like, I know I, I recognize this person from somewhere. And then somebody else gets on and then Taylor Lautner. Oh, (laughs) from twilight gets on the elevator. (laughs) And, uh, I'm not a tall person shorter than me. It was jarring. What? Yes. Really? Yeah. I bet he runs about five, eight. Okay, so I was sitting, uh, I, I was at All-Star Weekend one time, and I was hanging out with the Basketball Jones, like the group of them. Okay. So like J.E. Skeets and Taj, and like mm-hmm. we're all standing here, and I'm like, hey, there's Ben Stiller. They're like, where? They're looking around. I'm Way like, down there. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, he's right there, like right in front of us. They're like, where? And I like pull each of them in. He's literally like six feet away from us. And very small. Yeah, not a tall guy. And he's there with his wife. And then you're like walking down the tunnel and like Queen Latifah and Christina Aguilera walk by you. You're like, did that just happen? Super weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Super odd. It it is very odd to be in the building while like Carlos Santana is playing the the national anthem. Yeah. Just a legend. It It was funny because they get on and they're obviously Detroit fans, but- it's so funny seeing rich people mourn a sports loss because they're just like, wow, what a cool experience because they don't have, they don't have normal people problems, right? Like rich people have problems, no doubt, but like they don't have normal people problems where like, this is their thing. Like there are people, me, where it's like the sports, the, the result of my favorite team's game is my, like, that's just one of the things in my life. Yes. Whereas with them, it's like, yeah, like he's a Lions fan, but he's not broken up about it. He's going to be fine. He's going to go, you know, be a multimillionaire and live out his life. Yes. And hang out with his homies. And have even better seats next time. Have, right. Next time, be, I would like to stand on the field. On the field. Custom jackets from Christian Juszczyk and That's right. all that jazz. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I was... I'm still trying to get my head around the, that, that game last night. Like I don't, I'm, I'm having, because as 
it felt so quickly they went from there's no way the 49ers are winning this game. Oh, yeah. Halftime, I, I had a the loss pre-written. I had stuff go because, I mean, you know, you, yeah. you pre-write as much as you can. Oh, yeah. And get as ahead of it as you can. Six quick thoughts come out within a minute of the final. Right. Yeah. You're keeping those notes as the game goes, and then you're hitting publish as soon as the clock hits zero, right? Yep. And that's that's how it was at halftime. Like, that's that's what I did at the half. Was I got got the loss right in? I'm like, okay, let's see. I do takeaways, so let's see. What am I going to do? Here's this and that. Okay, I'm waiting on this. And then they get the fourth down stop, and it was like, hmm. The the first fourth down stop when yeah. they were up 24-10 or down 24-10. And it's like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Like, maybe we'll get a little bit of a game here. And then they get the miracle Brandon Ayuk catch. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, remember the Team of Destiny thing? Yes. With it, Mike it, it, Florio. Popped, it popped in your head right away, right? You're like, <laughs> Mike, Mike Florio in week oh, one. Damn it. Week team of destiny. It was like, are the Dolphins and Niners teams of destiny? Like, no, like, relax. But that's the kind of play where, where you're going, oh man. Maybe like, he was on to something. Like, we might have a game here. Then they score the touchdown. Then the fumble. Did Jameer Gibbs fumble? Yep. And dude, it was just delete everything I wrote. Just get, just. I this never is done. Delete. This is done. I, I create a second version of. <laughs> I copy. Okay, I, that I, I that's paste I in a second doing. version, okay. Okay. and then I start making changes as if the game happened a different way. So what you can't do if you're doing six quick thoughts, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you can't have is six really, really nice. Like, oh, game you know, was black awesome. black falcon. Yeah, he, yeah. He, Harrison Barnes was amazing. You can't have that and have six of those and then have the team lose by three mm-hmm. and and give up a 22-point lead in the fourth quarter. Or then it becomes like, oh, well, that's disingenuous. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're calling out all these good things. So sometimes you erase a couple of, like, a last sentence or two mm-hmm. and add in, and then he missed two free throws in the final seconds to lose the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've, my lead... I always have my first sentence of my lead where I literally can switch it at any moment and add a a word or two that can change the entire complexity. Sure. And then I, I have to switch the, like, who won, who lost. Um, real quick, our Jiffy Lube fast break player of the game for Saturday, the Kings 120 to 115 win oh, yeah. over the Dallas Mavericks. Your keyword is Keegan. Keegan Murray is your Jiffy Lube Fast Break player of the game. Go to ESPN1320.com. You'll see the Fast Break logo right there up front. You click on that, and you enter the code word Keegan, K-E-E-G-A-N, for your chance to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate and your chance to win a Sacramento Kings jersey. Be entered into the drawing for a Kings jersey as well. Yeah, we we will explain as the week goes on how that jersey giveaway is going to work. We're giving away one at the end of each month, the end of January, the end of February, the end of March, and then at the end of the regular season in April. Mm-hmm. We'll explain how that's going to go, but get your entries in now at ESPN1320.com. Click on the Jiffy Lube Fast Break contest page right there at the front. You can't miss it. And enter the keyword Keegan, K-E-E-G-A-N, for your chance to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate and your chance to win a King's jersey courtesy of our friends at Jiffy Lube. Hey, Lorraine Fox is in, is in the chat. Hi, Lorraine. Hey, Lorraine. I was cracking up legitimately this is that thought that went through my head at halftime one of my favorite things not my favorite because it means kenny's sad and i don't love that for my guy but when something bad happens with one of his favorite teams and instead of going yes sir like he does he goes yes sir (laughs) he's still obligated and i was laughing about that i found uh i found some joy in He's going to be out of control. He already today. he he already came in the studio. He's fired he's up. Out of control. I I, I want to know where he is right now. I'm yeah a little bit salty that he's not already in here, but that's fine. Let's get to uh, let's get to keys to victory for the for the Sacramento Kings over the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. God, we haven't done key, haven't done keys in a while, man. Keys, yeah, we're, we got them. Right, right now, we've got keys to the game, and Major Kenny's keys. already coming in, so you, there be- he is. All right. you better hurry. Let's rip through these quick. James, what is your first key to a Kings victory tonight? Don't worry about who is in a Grizzlies jer- jersey. Just get your job done. That's it, dude. you got to just go dominate. Just go play. That's it. Stop yeah. Stop worrying about whether Tyrese Halliburton is out. All of those guys are out for this team, except for Jaron Jackson. Just go play. 
Um, my first key is along those same lines. Hit the gas and then don't let off of it. Yep. Don't get up 15 and then let them crawl back in because they will. They are going to keep fighting. That's what this Grizzlies team does. Grit and grind. You know all about it. Um, just don't let your foot off the gas and you'll uh, you'll go win this one. Number two. Continue the trend of all five starters sharing the load. Mm-hmm. Allow Herder and Barnes their place at the table. They deserve it. Yep. This is how you were good last year. Let these guys eat too. Yep. yep. Keep riding that wave for sure. Uh, for me, it's let one of the Grizzlies guys get involved. That's Jaron Jackson. If Jaron Jackson wants to hoist 53s, let him. He's going to hit a couple. The earlier he hits them, the better. Let that dude shoot it. He is a high-volume, low-percentage three-point shooter, and if you let him put it up, he's going to miss him. I'm in completely. Right. Number three. Uh, get Malik going again. Yep. You know, you've got the five starters that are rolling, mm-hmm. but over his last four games, he's been struggling. He needs a breakout game. Uh, give him that opportunity to have the breakout game, and I expect him to play major minutes in this one. John pulls in the chat. house chiming in says, don't be the Lions. Don't it's a good, be the Lions. It's a good key. All right, uh, number three for me. Biggest thing, don't give away free possessions. Just don't turn it over. Yeah, I think that's where focus comes in. Mm-hmm. Like when this team is not focused and they start playing too loose and they start playing down to the level of competition, you start seeing silly things like turnovers. Yep. Get in there, do yep. the work early, yep. and make this – this is a team – that might have, if they're lucky, will have eight players in uniform, but more likely seven mm-hmm. who played on their, on the second night of a back-to-back. Go out there and actually just end this game early. Don't give them any hope and move on to the next game. Yeah, bury them. Nine games over 500 sitting there for you. Man, that's... And just a four-game win streak just sounds so much better than three games. Especially if they're a four-game losing streak. Yeah, just get get back on the horse. We're, we've got we've got the handoff coming here. I'm oh, really no. excited. I've never been more excited for a handoff. Let's get him in here. Kenny Caraway from D'Lo and KC. You've already heard him on this show when he got here today. He busted in here to Studio One. He's already been celebrating. Kenny Caraway, my guy, take it away. Kyle Masson, James Sam, what's good, fellas? <laughs> what's good? Chatty House. What's good? How oh, man, the birds are singing. Sun is shining. It's a beautiful day out here. One of the great days in the history of Western civilization, to be honest <laughs> with you. Well, the only way it's going to get any better is in two weeks. It's going to be a great day, too, baby. It's going to be a great Monday, too, on February 12th. I can't wait. It's my beautiful wife's birthday, and it's going to be the day we start to orchestrate the parade route. That's what's going to happen, baby. Let's go. Uh, how were you feeling at halftime? Oh, man. I was it down was, bad. It was all bad. Yeah. It was all bad, man. Uh the 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 Lions, Lions were beating the hell out of the 49ers. They were. They were beating the they hell out of them. And uh, it was looking bleak. It was looking bleak. I also didn't like when they um, came out and they had to get a field goal. You know, if there was any mm-hmm. ounce left of me feeling like, hey, they can turn this thing around, I needed a touchdown out of the out of the half. Mm-hmm. And when it was a field goal, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's gonna get it done. Yeah. But shout out to Dan Campbell. You know, big ups to him. You know, hey, look, I understand the analytics. I understand the situations in the game. But but this is what I'm going to tell D'Lo. I'm going to tell everybody. This is why robots don't coach the NFL. Because if it was just about a formula, if it was just about, hey, this is what the percentage they do, then we don't need humans. You know what I mean? We don't even need to watch the game. Just do this. This is why humans do it. Because in that particular situation – and, and I'm not always, uh, I don't always subscribe to this, mm-hmm. but sometimes I think this is how you got to like manage games and think about games. What would the other team want me to do right now? What would they want me to do? Mm. Fourth and two on the 49ers 30 for argument's sake. I don't know exactly. Is the 28 and the 30 were the two fourth downs. There mm-hmm. you go. So on, uh, this one was on the, on the 28. Mm-hmm. The first one. The 49ers. What would they want them to do right there? If they kick a field goal in that situation, mm-hmm. it's back to a three-score game. Yep. You didn't took about seven, eight minutes off the game clock. Yep. And it's like, damn, we right where we started. Like yep. We didn't gain no ground. But if it's fourth and two, yes, yeah, it's, it's not a automatic that they stop you. But they're probably looking at it like, thank you, you gave us a chance. Mm-hmm. All we got to do is make a play here, and boom, we get the ball back, and we back in this thing. And if I'm looking at that situation, I'm saying I'm – They want me to go for it. That's Mm -hmm. what keeps them alive. That's what gives them a chance. Right. I'm going to kick the field goal. But instead, Dan Campbell doing what he had 
what he normally do. You know, he went for it on fourth down, and we could talk about how he dropped the pass and all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. the play was made. Eric Armstead got a little piece of the, the football, deflected the uh, deflected the ball a little bit, changed the rotation, changed the direction of it just by uh, just by a little bit. Nick Bosa gets pressure on uh, Jared Goff, makes him step up. These are things that happen. The mm-hmm. crazy thing, if you are going to go for it, um, you're running. They're getting like six, seven yards of carry. That's fourth dude, and two. That's, that's the the shocking part to me. Yeah. Is they were they were getting three yards before the running backs were getting hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kenny, to your point, I don't think Dan Campbell could have done anything more that was pro 49er. Mm. Like I know in the first half they kept getting these long third downs, right? Mm-hmm. And they were backbreakers. I mean, they they got a third and eighteen. Uh, they got a third and twelve on a run. That's yeah. when I walked out of the room. They just that so you tough. felt like, oh look, they're they they've got it today. The Niners don't. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. You get to the second half and it's. Man, run the ball. Like, burn the clock. you got a lead. Yeah. And when you get a, a chance, go add some more points on the board. Keep the separation. But that's not what they did. Mm. Every single step of the way. And, you know, he did this exact same thing at the, near the end of the season when he cost them. He literally cost them a chance to, to be the number one seed. Yeah, that game could have been in Ford Field. Yep. Yeah, that easily could have been in Ford Field, but no. He's got to... He's got to do what he thinks is his feeling, his vibe for the game. I don't. Does he look like an analytics guy to you? Because he sure as hell doesn't look like an analytics guy to me. I think his kid is like on the analytics staff at or is. I just feel like he's a gut guy. But but look, here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think I I don't know if he's an analytics guy or not, but I think the analytics would tell you to go for it in both situations. I think that's like that's the thing. They'd be like, oh, fourth and two. They tell you to go for it. The success rate of getting that conversion is whatever the number is. Like, you know, yeah, I think ESPN does that. They show, or maybe NBC, they show mm-hmm. what the analytics say to do yeah, yeah. in that situation. I think the analytics say go for it both times. And yeah. I think the gut and being in the moment of the game should tell you kick the field goal both times. They tried to – they kept swinging for – the haymaker. They kept swinging for the home run to end the game, mm. and the 49ers kept hitting singles. Mm. And yeah. they got oh, uh, there was an error, and they get the 51 yard catch to Brandon Ayuk, and they wind up on third base. Mm. Like that's that's just kind of how they methodically went about it, and that's that's just kind of the style of the two teams. That's what they were all year. Yeah, yeah. To me, it was really shocking to see. You know, again, the analytics might say one thing, but the analytics are also situational. Yeah. And there is the percentage of what's – they had to have been like 88% chance that they were going to win that game at halftime. Oh, it's got to be. That, like the little yeah, – I don't, I, don't, I don't know exactly. 90, the, well, historically speaking, graphics. it was 100%. Nobody had ever come back down 17 or more at the half. Yeah, yeah. so I think like just the – if you were to break it down mathematically – but the way you increase your chances is to run the football mm. and burn the clock. And when you get an opportunity to put any points on the board, you do it to continue ex- to extend your lead. Absolutely. Now, now here's here's the other thing. So Josh Reynolds dropped that first pass. Mm-hmm. I straight up dropped it. If they convert there, I mean, to to that point, now they have an easier field goal if they wind up having to kick one mm-hmm. or they score a touchdown. They put the game away. So like I I I totally I get it. To me, it's the the play calls. Especially the second one where you can tie the game with a field goal. Like, okay, you want to you want to go for it. And you want to go for the touchdown that you've done all year. Great. Why are you putting it in Jared Goff's hands? Dude? Hey, hey, I don't... hey, hey, Kyle, I hear you. You're right. <laughs> but we ain't here to talk about the losers today. <laughs> we ain't talking about the losers. We're talking about the winners. And the winners are the Niners. We ain't talking about the losers no more. <laughs> we talk about the winners. <laughs> uh, I feel for Damien today. <laughs> But keeping this thing on the rails is going to be very difficult. <laughs> we know what's coming. Here I'm comes so Damien excited for this show. Poor Damien. I see him. He's oh coming this my way. God. He's already. Is he doing all right? He's, he's doing the slow walk. Like, yeah, oh, no. My man Birdman was in attendance, too. I'm rubbing my hands like Birdman all day, baby. You know what it is. Birdman and Birdman. You know what? Birdman, put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> man, unbelievable game. Uh, Kings winning tonight? Yes. Boy, this is get, a completely different to. team. They need to. It's just the new team out of nowhere. Yeah. Ten days ago, it looked like something else. It's just a new team. It's a new team. It's crazy. Feels like, the, feels like a theme happened. of the day. <laughs> feels like a theme of the day is quick turnarounds. They yeah. just like ended game 41 in the first half. Now it's the second half of the season. Let's go. I've never, I've never, real quick, last thing on the Niners, then we got to get out of here, but 
I've never gone from thinking a team is going to lose to knowing they were going to win so quickly. <laughs> Ever. Jameer Gibbs fumbled, and it was like, oh, okay, the game's over. I know. My wife's they're like, gonna oh, you're going to jinx it. I'm like, oh, no, this thing's over. <laughs> yeah, they're like, toast. They're, they're still down seven. 17 no, points this thing's over. Minutes. Eight minutes. Like I said, I cannot believe they're going to escape with a win. It's crazy. Mm. And she's like, you're going to jinx it? And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> no man, no, it, it's happening. I, I already like. I can see, like, boom, boom, boom. It, oh, Insane. game over. All right, all right, all right. That's it for us. D'Lo and KC next on ESPN thirteen twenty Sacramento Sports Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone fifteens? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone fifteens on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.